Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Friday. Yesterday, we talked about the power of prayer, that we are welcome to ask, to seek, to knock, boldly going to God because He is a Father who gives good gifts, and that we are meant to trust Him both to provide for our needs, but also to decide the direction things will go, to decide what his answer will be, yes or no, as we trust him to give us the best thing for us. Now today we're going to talk a little bit about Jesus' identity, to see who he is, but more specifically who he is not. Why can we trust Jesus? Where does he get his power? Something that people at the time were, of course, asking as well. Jesus was doing all of these miracles, healing the sick, raising the dead. And they, of course, had to ask themselves, where is he getting his power? We know his power comes from God the Father and the Holy Spirit, goodness and love and compassion. But the people at the time questioned whether that power came not from a good God, but from an evil devil. So let's dive right in today. We are in Luke chapter 11, verse 14, and I'm reading from the ESV. Now he, Jesus, was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, Satan the devil himself while others to test him kept seeking from him a sign from heaven but he knowing their thoughts said to them every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and a divided house falls and if satan also is divided against himself how will his kingdom stand for you say that i cast out demons by beelzebub And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by who do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So he is saying, that makes no sense that I would be a demon and cast out demons as well. A house divided against itself like that could never stand. That doesn't make any sense. But if it's by the hand of God, the finger of God, that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. 
What is he talking about here? When a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, someone on one side, he's guarding his palace, everything seems safe, but when one stronger attacks him and overcomes him, he takes the armor in which he trusted. Jesus is overpowering these demons because he is stronger. And he says, whoever is not with me is against me. And he is the most powerful. You do not want to be against an all-powerful God. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places, seeking rest. And finding none, it says, I will return to the house from which I came. In this case, the person from which the demon was cast out. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. After all, the demon was cast out. And that person is able to put their lives back together. And then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. Yes, Jesus can cast out these demons, but if their house, their heart, is empty and open, yes, it's been cleaned, yes, it's been organized, but it is still open, it is not filled with Jesus, his word, and faith in him, then the demons move back in, more evil, more powerful than before. As he said these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts at which you nursed. She is amazed at his words. She is impressed with him and she is saying, Wow, blessed is your mom because you are amazing. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. So he is redirecting this praise and saying, blessed is the one who hears the word of God and keeps it. And if you keep God's word in your heart, your heart is full and there is no more room for that demon to come back and to fill you. There's no more room. And so we saw Jesus say that he is not working with the power of the devil, but the power of God. And he is warning people that even though a demon may be cast out, they can come back. Even though a sin may have been dealt with, it can come back. An addiction may have been dealt with, it can come back if our hearts are not full of God's word. And that is not to say that if our hearts are full of God's word, there will be no struggle. We see in other parts of scripture that that is simply not the truth. Here on earth, we will struggle with sin continually. And yet, when we are constantly filling our hearts with God's word, we will have that weapon, that two-edged sword to fight back against sin. It pierces into our hearts to root out the sin that lives there. So seek Jesus. Seek the one who has the power of God, a good, loving, compassionate God, and seek to hear the word of God and to keep it. I will see you tomorrow morning. 
If you loved today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would look at your podcasting app and if possible, leave me a five-star review. Not only is that so encouraging and supportive, but it can actually help other people find this podcast as well so they can also integrate the Bible into their daily life. Thank you so much and I hope you enjoyed.